98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines, lawmaker Michael Tien thinks the administration is considering his proposal to delay a change to the rendition laws. A Hong Kong lawyer says his mainland client was duped into paying millions of dollars to a US college admissions agent. And a self-styled Taoist monk is jailed for molesting a woman and her daughter. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien says he believes the government is considering his alternative plan to deal with what the administration calls loopholes in Hong Kong's extradition laws. In a letter to the chief executive, Carrie Lam, Mr Tien has asked the government to shelve his proposed amendments to the laws and then deal with the transfer of a Hong Kong man to Taiwan where he's wanted for murder. Mr Tien says that the authorities could then take more time to amend the SAR's laws on the return of fugitives to jurisdictions with which Hong Kong has no extradition arrangement. Mr Tien says he believes reaction to this proposal has been positive. Chief Executive had said the Taiwan murder case is what triggered this whole thing because this whole issue has been dormant for the last 20 years. So my proposal of withdrawing the bill and then immediately coming back with a, a portion of the current bill that has a much higher chance of getting passed by LESCO within the time frame, I think that would serve the Chief Executive proclaimed purpose. A Hong Kong lawyer says his client was duped into paying 50 million Hong Kong dollars to the consultant at the centre of a US college admissions bribery scheme. Wendy Wong reports. Details about the family that paid a huge sum remained a mystery until this week when a New York Times report named the student as Yu Shi Zhao. Now, a statement released by Hong Kong lawyers say the client, identified as Mrs. Zhao, gave money to Rick Singer's charity in 2017 after her family used his consulting services and her daughter got into Stanford University. It said she believed money would go towards helping underprivileged students and that Singer's consulting firm did not guarantee admission into any particular school. Prosecutors say Rick Singer pleaded guilty in March to bribing coaches and test administrators to help the children of rich parents get into elite universities across the United States. A self-proclaimed Taoist monk has been convicted of molesting a woman and her teenage daughter while claiming that he was driving out evil spirits that were causing the woman's seizures. Yuan Mingquan was found guilty of six counts of indecent assault and one count of assault occasioning actual bodily harm. The district court heard that the 57-year-old had touched the woman indecently on several occasions between August 2016 and March 2017. He also hit the woman in the head and chest while claiming he was dueling with an evil spirit. Ewan also groped the woman's daughter, who was 15 at the time. A small group of protesters have gathered outside government headquarters, calling for a law to ensure pupils with special needs have enough support in mainstream schools. A LegCo panel is discussing a private member's bill on the matter by lawmakers Fernando Cheung and Dennis Kwok. The protesters, including parents, said support was improving, with a Special Educational Needs or SEN coordinator to be posted at each primary and secondary school from the next year. But parents say it's not enough. Anita Wan has a daughter with autism and attention deficit disorder. The issue can't be handled just by having a sense coordinator in each school. The decision makers often make decisions based on the administrative concerns, but not on the actual need of the students. 
and the support for SAN students are often limited because of the resources issue. If there is no legal requirement, there will be not enough resources allocated, and the resources won't be properly used. However, the Education Secretary Kevin Young expressed reservations about the private members bill. He said the government should focus on improving support, not drafting laws. And he expressed concern about the requirement under the bill for schools to write up an individual education plan, or IEP, for each pupil with special needs. If、um, there is a need、uh, for the IEP and they're forced to do the IEP, the, the teachers would have to spend an awful long time, because everyone will have to fill out、um, the IEP form. And for simple cases, for for the、uh, cases that are not、uh, so much in need,、um, isn't right to focus more attention on the care. Going down the legislative path、uh, may not be the answer to the problem. Rather, we should focus our attention on the care of these students. A huge storm has made landfall in northeast India, one of the most powerful to hit the region in years. Cyclone Fani struck the coast near the city of Puri within the past hour. About a million people have taken refuge in government shelters in the state of Orissa. Here's the BBC's Rahul Tandon. There is torrential rain across the state, and the wind speeds are picking up. In some parts of Odisha, they've already reached 100 kilometres an hour. On Thursday, the authorities evacuated hundreds of thousands of people from the low-lying coastal areas at risk. From the most severe cyclone this area has seen in decades, boats, trains, and buses were used to take people to temporary shelters. Though some fishermen refused to leave their homes, with wind speeds expected to reach 200 kilometers per hour, the authorities fear that when Cyclone Fani hits land in a few hours' time, it could lead to a storm surge. The chief of the Sri Lankan army says most of those suspected of helping to carry out the Easter Sunday attacks have been apprehended. Lieutenant General Mahesh Saniaka said some of the bombers had links to extremists abroad. They have gone to India. They have travelled to Kashmir. They have come to Bangalore. They have、uh, travelled to Kerala State. Definitely, it has been some part of a, some sort of a training, or to make some more links towards the other organisations outside the country. Looking at the pattern of operation and the places that the leadership has travelled, so there has to be some outside. Involvement of some leadership or instructions. A Vietnamese woman who was accused of assassinating the half-brother of the North Korean leader Kim Jong Un has been freed from jail in Malaysia. Duan Thi Hong had been held for more than two years. She was originally charged, along with an Indonesian woman, with poisoning Kim Jong Nam two years ago by smearing a deadly nerve agent on his face at Kuala Lumpur Airport. New research has confirmed that people with HIV who are undergoing effective drug treatment cannot pass on the virus to their sexual partners. The European study, published in the Lancet Medical Journal, studied nearly a thousand gay male couples over eight years. Alison Roger is the lead researcher. Essentially, what we've shown is conclusive evidence once and for all. If you're HIV positive and you're on effective treatment, you're sexually non-infectious. Your risk of transmitting the virus onto somebody else is zero, and I think that's hugely liberating for people living with HIV. So I think it should help normalise HIV. I think it should hopefully combat stigma and discrimination. But I think it's a really positive thing. A jury in the United States has, for the first time, convicted drugs company executives of charges relating to the opioid crisis.
The founder of Insist Therapeutics and four senior former employees were found guilty of racketeering charges. Here's the BBC's Ali McBool. A promotional video produced by the drug company Insys to get doctors to prescribe a spray containing the powerful, highly addictive opioid fentanyl. Except now the company's founder, John Kapoor, and other executives have been found to have used illegal means of getting doctors to prescribe the drug too. Fentanyl's a painkiller that's around 100 times stronger than morphine. The spray was approved for use with patients who had severe cancer-related pain. But Mr Kapoor was found to have paid millions of dollars in bribes to doctors to prescribe it, often to patients who didn't have cancer. The Democratic Speaker of the US House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, has accused the Attorney General, William Barr, of lying to Congress. She was speaking a day after Mr Barr testified about his handling of the Mueller report into Russian interference in the last US presidential election. Mr Barr had earlier told Congress he wasn't aware that Robert Mueller had any issues about his summary of the report. It's since emerged that Mr Barr received a letter outlining Mr Mueller's concerns. Ms Pelosi says that the Attorney General has dishonoured his office. How sad it is for us to see the top law enforcement officer in our country misrepresenting withholding the truth from the congress of the united states i think it's really time that as i watched him and kept saying what could possibly be motivating the attorney general of the united states to disrespect the constitution of the united states the separation of power the right of congress to know israel has been marking holocaust remembrance day a ceremony has been taking place at a kibbutz established by Jewish survivors of the atrocity. The BBC's Tom Bateman was there. Six memorial torches were lit by Holocaust survivors. The men and women, some in their 90s, appeared on a stage in the open air as an audience of hundreds listened. Tonight's service marked 70 years since the founding of the Ghetto Fighters Kibbutz, built in the Galilee region of the nascent state of Israel in 1949 by Jewish survivors of the Warsaw Uprising. Air raid sirens sounded to mark Holocaust Memorial Day as traffic stopped and people stood still in the streets. It came amid a warning from Israel's president against an embrace of European nations where he suggested the forces of racism and anti-Semitism once again on the rise. The actor Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca in the Star Wars films, has died aged 74. In a statement on Twitter, his family said he died at his home in Texas on Tuesday. At about 2.2 metres tall, he towered above his fellow actors as Han Solo's furry companion. The BBC's Sophie Long in Los Angeles looks back at his life. Peter Mayhew may have been the man behind the mask, but his family said he put his heart and soul into the role of Chewbacca in the original and the new Star Wars trilogy. He was discovered while working as a hospital attendant in London and rose to fame playing a 200-year-old Wookiee. He developed lifelong friendships with cast members and touched the lives of millions of fans. His family say his kindness and care will live on in the Peter Mayhew Foundation through which he helped many families in crisis. To finance, and HSBC says its pre-tax profit rose 30.7% in the first quarter to 6.2 billion US dollars. It said the results were encouraging at a time of uncertainty in global markets. The bank reported that it had cut operating expenses by 12% as new CEO John Flint begins an overhaul of its operations. 
A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 30.012. That's 68 points up on the previous close. Turnover stood at, 30, stood at $36.4 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 111.45 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 11 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 22 cents. Now to sport, here's Atom Chung. We start with football, where Arsenal are well-placed to reach the final of the Europa League. Kalasinac floats the ball to the far post, and it's tucked away by Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and that goal could mean an awful lot to Arsenal. That was the third goal for Arsenal as they came from behind to beat Valencia 3-1 in their semi-final first leg at the Emirates. The BBC's Alistair Bruce Ball was at the game. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's late goal means this semi-final is now beautifully poised and you could tell from Unai Emery's celebration that he recognised the importance of it, particularly as Valencia have the away goal and Arsenal's away form this season has not been convincing. They look very shaky in the first 15 minutes. Mukhtar Diakabi heading Valencia in front from a simple set piece, but Arsenal responded well. Aubameyang and Lacazette linking brilliantly for the equaliser. Lacazette then heading in Xhaka's cross shortly after to get them in front and he really should have had his hat-trick in the second half, missing an easy-headed chance, and then seeing Neto make two incredible close-range saves after he should have been flagged for offside. It looked like Arsenal might regret that until Aubameyang popped up with that crucial third goal in added time, which gives them a great chance of making the Europa League final. In the first leg of the other semi-final, Eintracht Frankfurt and Chelsea shared a one-all draw in Germany. The BBC's John Southall reports. It's advantage Chelsea just, with Pedro's away goal right on half-time, giving them a slender edge. Frankfurt, backed by their remarkable fans, took the lead through Luka Jovic midway through the first half, but the complexion of the tie turned with Pedro's equaliser. It could have been better for Chelsea. Four times they went close in the second half and then had to weather a late Frankfurt storm. So the job is half done, even with Eden Hazard starting on the bench, but this tie is far from over. Frankfurt offer a real threat going forward and they'll have the influential rabbit back at Stamford Bridge. So there's plenty left in this yet. Basketball and the Philadelphia 76ers knocked the air out of the Toronto Raptors in Game 3 of their second round NBA playoff series in Philly. Joel Embiid was to star at home. His 33 points included a windmill dunk under chance of MVP. A turning point happened in the third quarter when Embiid was tripped by Toronto's Pascal Siakam, who was hit with a flagrant foul. After that play, the Sixers elevated their game, and they went on to win 116-95 to take a 2-1 lead in the best of seven. And in the NHL playoffs, the Boston Bruins have tied their second-round series against the Columbus Blue Jackets with victory on the road in Game 4. Patrice Bergeron scored twice in Boston's 4-1 win. And that's your look at sports. The news from RTHK. Let's go.